Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that the free house has right now yeah tina turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie oh my gosh i think you're so right now this is a unique dining experience that they have at the free house all winter long that's right as long as there's snow on the ground you can rent these patio domes dawn and i we're not kidding this is so cool maybe you have a date maybe you have a unique i don't know family event that you want to spice up you can rent these patio domes by the hour they're heated you can get their full menu in the domes and you can even get some special items as well this would be a really cool date kind of thing don't you think dawn oh absolutely wait until at least the third date and then you might get lucky (laughs) maybe the fourth maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry yes We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. All right, everybody. On the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy. A source claims Kobe Bryant and his wife Vanessa had an agreement that they'd never fly in a helicopter together, presumably to ensure that their family would be taken care of in case anything happened. Which wow. I've, I've heard of people who don't fly together for the same reason, just on commercial flights, you know. I was reading this guy that's a helicopter expert, and he said he would never fly in one. And he was an expert on the mechanics and how they work, and he's like the person that the networks go to. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, my talker emailed us about their dad, who was a marine helicopter pilot, and he just hated flying those yeah. he just wouldn't do it after he was done with his job so yeah it's, it's a scary situation there but you know i also heard another story about that the police have to protect the area from looters and that there's a special place in hell for people yeah. that are doing that That's nine absurd. people yes. died and you are going to loot a crash site sorry i just had to no i go concur 100 percent. <laughs> yes let okay. the door open and let them fall through yes uh on to something a little bit more fun for snoop dogg anyway uh, he has a favorite dish of martha stewart's to eat while he's high and that would be 
glazed ham. He mm. says, quote, that old ham that you can uh, use five days later with a piece of bread, it tastes like it's brand new. <laughs> I just want to say the Snoop Dogg cookbook is apparently legit. Oh, my and gosh. And a good cookbook. I It pains me to say so, but, you know. <laughs> All right. I have news for Snoop. You don't have to be high to enjoy ham. <laughs> Seriously. Go. And five-day-old ham. Right. Seriously, I'll go to the store and buy ham and eat it in the truck on the way home. <laughs> you oh. learned something else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Carve it off with ham. my pocket knife. <laughs> Those country hams, too, that are all moldy, and they just scrape them off and yep. rinse Here we the go. meat and keep Ew, eating. Gross. That's a thing in the South. Okay, uh, songs performed at Sunday night's Grammy saw an immediate bump in sales, including When the Party's Over by Billie Eilish, uh, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and Underdog by Alicia Keys. Oh. And that's the latest Dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. You learned so much cool stuff. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. She's so back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is Tuesday, January 28th, 2020, 7.05 on the dot. Raise your glass and take a sip of your refreshing morning beverage. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm Jace with Don McLean, Steph, and Kenny, who joins us now with an update as we kick uh, off the 7 o'clock hour on a crash. What's going on, my friend? Oh, I, I, I hate it when I miss these, uh, and I'm so glad that I can correct myself. There was a, There's a big crash on, uh, on westbound Highway 36 at Cleveland. That's right before you get on to uh, southbound 35W. Everybody is over on the right shoulder there, but you're going to start seeing brake lights way back around Dale, and uh, she's pretty crowded from Dale over to the Roseville split for the westbound crowd on Highway 36. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Please, anytime. Uh, So beware if you're in that area. Um, Welcome to the show, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. We were just talking about um, my feet are killing me on TLC. I brought it up because I wanted to make Dawn smile this morning because I knew, uh, Dawn, you're going to love this show. Mm. You're going to love it. And uh, something beautiful happened in that commercial break. Dr. Brad uh, slipped into my DMs uh, in that commercial break. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Um, the real I, Dr. Brad? The real Dr. Brad uh, slipped into my DMs. Uh, so, uh, ten minutes ago, Dr. Brad said, thanks, smiley face, because I tagged him on my Insta story, so uh, on my IG story. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dr. Brad. There's a lot Just... of IG with the OG of mm-hmm. the DG. Uh-huh. Wondering, my... uh, maybe you should take it to the next level and book him on the TV show, huh? Uh, bu- book him on the TV show? I want him to examine my feet. <laughs> <laughs> One step Just at a time. Just your feet? <laughs> <laughs> Colin, my feet hurt. Dawn and I, our feet hurt from Disney. We're going to go get our feet checked. <laughs> Where See, is he Dawn- in L.A.? Uh, no, he's in New Jersey. Okay. So we'll we'll go with Donna Valentine. We'll sure. have her sh- have her show us around Jersey, and then um, and Don, I'll use you. I'll totally use you. I'll be like, okay, so I took my friend to Disney World, and um, she can't walk anymore. Well, I did so- drop a shampoo bottle on my foot two months ago, and it still hurts. So I'm thinking oh, that's, that's right. part of my issues too. <gasps> Yes, this is a gateway. We have we have so many reasons to go see Dr. Bradley. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Hanson, did you look at the clip I posted on my Instagram story? 
story? Ah, uh, yeah. And you know what's funny about that? I've always thought that like dogs' feet smell like corn chips. Yeah. <laughs> so seeing her nasty hoof <laughs> with the finger toe finger toenail <laughs> that was Yuck. all brown and crusted and saying it smelled Stop like corn it. chips made me Stop laugh. It. Oh my goodness. That's gross. Have oh. you ever smelled your dog's feet? No. No. Oh, please not. do it tonight, Jace. They do. They smell and they're your it's your dog, so it's sort of like cute corn chip, but it does smell a little corny. Mm-hmm. I agree. You agree? Yeah, your yeah. dog's feet smell like corn chips. Yep. You oh. know when Dexter's like snuggling up to me and I'm like, ooh. Oh, you know yeah. how his dog's feet smell. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then uh, Biggie she's just smells dog. like a dog fart, you know, because he's <laughs> farting all the time. And then looking back behind with his no neck, he can't turn his neck. <laughs> no. And he turns around and side eyes me like, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like he's it just so sort of leaks funny. out I'm of like, him because oh, he's so tight and rotund. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's like a little, he's my little Jimmy Dean sausage, Mr. Sa- Big. I just call him sausage. Yeah, he it's is. like and then I call the other one horse. I'm yeah, like, come he here, is. horse and sausage. We call well, you know, don't we? It's funny you call. We call him moose and squirrel because he's oh. yeah, because they're just Dexter's like a dinosaur, you know. <laughs> but oh, if you want to see dinosaurs, my mother has two mastiffs. Oh, I love um, them. Oh my gosh, really? Two mastiffs. Oh, great! These are the biggest. I mean, they they're like brontosaurus. I mean, they're, they're my my mom lives with two dinosaurs, <laughs> and the the only comfort that I have in leaving my mom in Louisiana right now. I'm I'm gonna get her to move here. Um, have you already started? It hasn't even been like a week. Oh, all kidding aside, it was it was you know, and and I. I've been advised, and 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 it's great advice. You know, my mom can't take any more losses, so I there's you know I keep we I smile and I give her a kiss and I go hashtag no pressure. But I mean, the reality is, and and she's open to it very much. So I said, Mom, I miss you, and uh, y- y- you know, it's just the two of us now, um, and with our family. And I said, I I really want you up here. And I don't want you. I'm so f- I'm far away. I can't help you the way I want to. And and I looked at her and Colin cried and I cried and, and she cried. I go, Mom, I will not allow you to have a small life. I will not allow you after this tragedy to shrink. I, I, I won't have it. I won't have your life be these four walls. I, I said, so you it, it, come heck or high water you're going to have a fantastic life. And I said, I, 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 and then we, we hugged and she's open to it. It's going to take some time. Obviously friends down there, right? A few, a few, not a lot. Um, yeah. And that's why for 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, she has a smattering, but not a lot. And, and she doesn't love it down there. And so, uh, so no Steph, I've, I've started, but again, I'm, 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 it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to leave her alone. And when she's ready, um, you know, I told her, I said, I go, your son-in-law can get you moved up here and uh, give him a computer in two days. <laughs> That's Colin for sure. Oh, yeah. I and, and, and Jen, too, my best friend. I said, Look, give Jen and Colin a day, a laptop and a credit card. 
they'll have you here in 48 hours. What about so. winters, though? Is she going to be down with that? Or are you going to yeah, find you know, her Kenny, a place in Florida or what? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, and, and for those who are just tuning in, you know, my mom lives in Louisiana. And, and for maybe a smattering of you haven't heard, um, she just lost her husband, my stepdad. And um, I'm her only kid. And and, uh, and and I want her to come up here. And um, Yeah, you know, Kenny, it's, it's thank you for asking. It was I saved that big conversation conversation that that particular topic for the last night and uh and and there was just a good segue into it and i said mom i said i i i get i get that minnesota's cold i said but you hate the hurricanes they scare you um i can't worry i i don't want i it worries me to have you down here now alone during hurricane season right. i said so it's you know no place is perfect so you have your choice of cold weather or hurricanes and at least cold weather can't wipe out your house and she looked at me and i started crying she looked at me and she was i don't mind the cold weather she oh. was i i like to wear layers and we all kind of laughed and it was it was a good you know and and she was Again, as I've said, you know, to, to compliment my beautiful mom, she was far stronger and far more open to things than I gave her credit for. And um, it just made me happy because I just, you know, I miss her and I want her up here. And I, you know, so I'm hoping it'll happen. Um, I, I, I think it will because um, I miss her and I know she misses me. So, um Yeah. We'll, we'll make it happen. Mama so, Haas is going to be jealous. No, actually, as Col- <laughs> no, no, actually, as Colin and I said, it's going to be great for both of them. You know, they get along famously. Um, they both love casinos. Um, okay, you know what I mean. And 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 they've hung out before. And uh, yeah, it's gonna it's it, it'd be great for both of them. Seven thirteen is the time. We're going to take a break, everybody. We'll be back after these words. Jason, have you ever actually sat down with a nutritionist and? They ask you what you've eaten the day before. Um, does my Jane Fonda workout tapes from the <laughs> 80s count as someone with nutrition? Uh, not really. I think okay. you need to update. And you need to go to Livia. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. You can find 10 convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, first of all. So basically, everywhere you drive, you'll see Olivia. They used to be Metafast, right? They used to be Metafast. Don't get confused. No. They're a great company. I lost 20 pounds on the program, and I've kept it off for, you know, a year. And that's hard to do. Maintaining is the hard part, so thank goodness you have them. Yes, they're awesome over there. I go to the one in Roseville, but you can find a location, like I said, anywhere in the Twin Cities, uh, livea.com. You can call 855-GO-LIVIA, and then they can tell you not to eat breakfast cereal for every meal, you like mean, they and, told me. Well, and when you say breakfast cereal, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn used to eat nerds for breakfast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk one everything entertainment. I'm Jace. With Dawn, Steph, Kenny, and you, thank you for being here. Sit back, relax, grab your... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bagel, your everything bagel with some schmear. And enjoy yourself. Uh, all of the network newscasts a few minutes ago gave the latest on uh, Kobe Bryant and the investigation into the crash uh, that took his life, his daughter's life, and uh, seven others. I loved, um, I, it was nice to see the various news departments identify and give proper uh, credit, not credit, but proper attention to the other folks that died in that crash. Um, Like uh, Orange County baseball coach John Altobelli and his daughter Alyssa and wife Carrie um, died in that crash. Uh, The pilot and then another coach, uh, Christina, Mauser, uh, she leaves behind a husband. Uh, the pilot's name is um, Ara, I believe, and he was Kobe's private pilot. Um, here's the latest on the investigation. CBS just aired this and, and puts it, uh, encapsulates it better than we could. Um, take a listen. And I was sitting in traffic, and I wound up missing like a school play mm-hmm. because I was sitting in traffic. In 2018, Kobe Bryant talked about why he started flying in helicopters. I had to figure out a way where I could still train and focus on the craft, but still not compromise family time. Mm. And so that's when I looked into helicopters and be able to get down and back in 15 minutes. Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven others were on their way to Kobe's Mamba Sports Academy. The pilot, Ara Zabayan, who was experienced with more than 8,200 flight hours, began flying under normal visual flight rules, or VFR, which typically requires about three miles of visibility. About 14 minutes into the flight, Zabayan asked air traffic control for special VFR, allowing him to fly in worsening weather with less visibility. It is not unusual in Los Angeles to have less than three miles visibility. Aviation consultant William Lawrence is a retired Marine Corps colonel and flew helicopters in the L.A. area for years. And if you didn't have special VFR, you pretty much wouldn't be able to fly. NTSB board member Jennifer Hamadi says in the flight's final moments, the pilot told air traffic control he was going to try to get above the worsening weather. The chopper then climbed into the clouds, turned, and entered a steep dive. My understanding is that the company operates under VFR. And the fact that, at least at the end, it looks like the pilot would have left VFR to get above the clouds, then is an interesting question to to have answered. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. But it's too early to know why the helicopter crashed and why so many lives were cut short. It's... (sighs) And not that the answers lessen the, the, the pain, but... Um, people are naturally curious because this pilot was so experienced and Kobe had been working with him. And, and it's not like it was a, you know, a, a rundown aircraft. This was a, this was a superb ver, uh, helicopter. It was luxury. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a workhorse. 
So. You, know, you know what's always scared me is being that person that has that job that one mistake kills people. Yeah. Like, if we make a mistake mm. on the air here, we're dumb, we might get fired, whatever, life goes on. You know, right. no one's getting killed over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those other types of jobs. Because just think, I mean, you make mistakes. He could have just gotten disoriented, and it's as simple as that. It happens yeah. all the time. That's a good thought, stuff. yeah. Oh, no. If you're in mm. one of those jobs... Good for you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate your service. Just not for me. No. It's just so sad to, you know, the other people and the kids that were in the plane. I mean, think about how exciting it was for them for yeah. this day. Mm-hmm. This was a really, think about, you're going up in Kobe's helicopter to do this yeah. very special thing. And yeah, it's just such a shame. Yeah, oh. I mean, it, 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 I... You can smile and laugh at this for a second. I'm going to make an Oprah reference here, but Oprah, when she talks about 9-11, she, she said something, and, you know, all these years later, I still think about it. She said, I just think about the fact that that morning, she said, that morning, everybody, all of those folks that perished that day, they got up and they did what we all do, just the normal mundane stuff, you know? They brushed their teeth, they put their shoes on, you know, had a banana, just the normal routine, having no clue that within hours their life would be over. And I and I and it's a weird thought, but I I think about that like Kobe, you know, they they woke up and they went to church that morning. And just, you know what I mean? And like, and and Don, I say this because of what you just said, I'm sure they were excited and. And they were doing something that they that they do quite often. I mean, you just heard that interview. I played it for a reason. This was routine for Kobe to to take the helicopter, and they're with somebody that they fly with all the time. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It talks to the fragile nature of life. You know mm-hmm. that here we are. I mean, I, I'm drinking coffee. I, I'm I'm doing what I do every day, but I could walk outside. And, a, you know, a, a pterodactyl could take me away, you know, or, or I, you know what I mean? I, it just. Are you comfortable yeah. with that? <laughs> sure. Being lifted if I'm gonna go, out of no, the universe I, no, by I a mean, are, are you comfortable with it ending anywhere from 60 seconds from now, uh, you know, uh, up until 60 years from now? Are, are you com- yeah. Are you ready right now? I'm not ready. But I say it to folks all the time. I don't want to go anywhere. I, I, I got stuff st- I want to do's, you know. Yeah. Uh, like in just a few minutes, I got to TT. But <laughs> I. Uh, Are you ready, to Kenny? Here. Yeah. I'm ready. I, yeah. yeah. That's I'm why like, I thought you asked. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my heart uh, thing. And I, when I was a kid, I was shot when I was nine years old. So I thought I was going to die. And ever since then, I've kind of been ready. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have friends and people older than me that also have heart issues, and boy, they are not ready, and they're frustrated, and they're mad, and they're angry, and it's it's really affecting the way they live their lives. And then they ask me, "Oh, how you you know how you doing? Everything going all games?" Like, yeah, you know, it's fine. I'm ready. You know, today, tomorrow, whenever, yeah. next week, twenty years from now, when it happens, it happens. Yeah, I'm not ready. 
I'll Dawn. be ready, but I'm not today. I just want to play a video game. <laughs> <laughs> With all this serious talk. My God, can we talk about something light? It's been an hour and a half of this stuff. <laughs> I knew, Dawn, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I went to you. might need to play Would You Rather. Oh, yeah, no boy. doubt. Uh, 7.26, we're going to take a break. Dawn, I know what I know the perfect topic to cheer you up. Okay. And you'll find out what that topic is when, when we return. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Naked Grandma! This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. <laughs> the urgency. Naked Grandma! <laughs> he just knew. <laughs> Like he's been waiting to say that yeah. his whole life. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. You know what? I think he's actually seen yeah. naked grandma. Naked grandma, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> naked. I love naked. the word naked. N- naked. naked. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Naked grandma. <laughs> he's aggressive. Oh, it's one of those things too that gets funnier after you, after you hear it a couple of times. Naked grandma. Oh gosh, uh, it is uh, seven thirty-two. Thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, now, yesterday um, we were kind of obviously caught up with uh, the Grammys and and uh, Kobe Bryant. And we we didn't get to talk about uh, several things, and one of them was Adam Driver on SNL last night, or I'm sorry, on uh, uh, on Saturday over the weekend. I love him, uh, it, and and my love for him was confirmed again after watching the episode. Um, Dawn, did you did you I watch? I loved it. Yeah, I did watch it. Uh, I watched it before the hell that was the Grammys. Um, <laughs> I was so happy because it was so funny. And he, you know, he's an intense guy, and he joked about that in the opening monologue about his intensity. Yeah, that's and, the only part I saw. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was pretty funny because he would try to be, you know, it was a, all a joke, but he's just such a great actor anyway. I think my favorite skit was whenever he... Uh, it's a second edition of him doing Undercover Boss as Kylo yes. Ren. I do have a clip of this if we want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely, I yes. I've been the best boss lately. I've been a little distracted by some personal drama. <laughs> drama is right. Days after appearing on our show, Kylo killed his dad, cut his mentor in half, fired upon his mother's spacecraft, and is now obsessed with finding a young Jedi named Rey. So Kylo's going back undercover to get things on track, but this time as Randy, an entry-level intern. Time to get a fresh perspective. Let's intern. He put it on the wrong side. Hidden cameras were placed all over the ship, and no one knows Randy is really Kylo Ren. Hey, guys, I'm Randy, the new intern. Okay, boomer. (laughs) Right? Okay, boomer. Alright. So hey, what do you guys think? When Kylo Ren offers Ray his hand for the second time, do you think she'll take it? Who cares? I do. <laughs> I do. Okay. So I've learned all the interns here do all the bitch work. Clerical stuff, food and drink orders, <laughs> droid wrangling. Stop moving. <laughs> you know who's in charge of fuel invoices? Oh yeah, I think you're looking for these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He ends up 
destroying a lot of people in the in the skit. You know, oh. sometimes it's a real mess with those those pre-produced skits, but that was pretty good. I also oh. enjoyed the live one where he was at the slumber party. Uh, of his I didn't daughter. see that one. Oh God, he was at the slumber party for his daughter. Kate McKinnon is the weird one, of course, <laughs> of, of, yeah. of the girls there, and he wants to know who's flat flushed a sanitary pad down the toilet, <laughs> and uh, and they went through a whole bunch of things for an hour to try to uh, remedy the situation, and it, it was just really weird to hear him talking about pads in a very serious manner, and uh, it was just really weird, but I thought it worked. Can we yeah. talk about a sign that has appeared in the My Talk 1071 women's bathroom? It's just, Speaking Stephanie, of I, such? I know what you're talking about, and it's crazy to me that we have to put up that sign. Who, what, but who what, what has... Is, okay. Wait, wait, wait. What is, where, where is the sign? The what sign... Is is in the ladies' bathrooms, and it is in both stalls. And here's what it says. Please make sure contents are completely flushed before leaving the stall. Gross. And who has the time to make signs? And it's not going to prevent the non-flusher from non-flushing. But don't you think it will? No. They don't want to flush because they don't want to touch the handle because they have weird OCD problems. See you, this all the time in well, public you, bathrooms. Well, use your foot then, you Yeah, dummies. I know. But people are just like, man, I'm not going to touch it. It's my poop. Someone else can touch it. Oh, my God. You think that's what it is? Or they just walk away? No, I think that they don't want to touch it. I they love when are, women are more gross than they are. Oh, come on. <laughs> Having Kitty, cleaned a lot of public Kitty, restrooms, I'm it's right true. With you. <laughs> and this is someone we work with. Oh, that puts the sign up? Well, that does not flush right. and that puts the sign up. Well, so I think it's both equally strange. Maybe it's the person who didn't flush that put the sign up for themselves. This makes me so happy. It's like double. Wait, yeah. that, that's like so Machiavellian. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm not going to flush, but I don't want people to think I'm the non-flusher. So I'm going to like put the sign up and then I'm going to talk about that I made the sign so they don't know I'm the secret non-flusher. Maybe it's you, Stephanie. Are you sure they're not just proud of it and they want everybody to see? Oh, my. Uh, how male. Uh, yeah. That's like uh, six-year-old boy right there. I am, I'm with Kenny. I am just glad y'all are as gross as we are. Yeah. I mean, because... Yeah. But Alexis told me this years ago. I'll, we, we got True. Her t- she told me this years ago that it, it... And this was after an episode of this. But this... Uh, she was speaking specifically about the amount of women that do not wash their hands uh, before leaving. Yeah. Alexis, I... I don't know what spurred it. Well, obviously, she encountered this, but she came back on the air. You know, it it takes a lot to get Bambi worked up. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm the one that goes nuts and, and rants and raves. Lex, you really have to get her goat uh, on the air to kind of get her to do a rant. And she came back from a break, and she was just raring to go. She was like, women are gross. They don't wash their hands. Y'all need to wash your hands. Okay, can I, though, be the... Can I be the opposite for just one second? You are not going to advocate for non-washing hand things. I'm just going to put a little different spin on it. Most women, <laughs> when they're at the restroom, have an oven mitt full of toilet paper on their hand. Right? Like they've what? wrapped it like they're a mummy. <laughs> what? So, huh? 
you're not like guys are touching their junk. There's handling that's involved. <laughs> yeah, Women both, have both hands. the yeah. fully covered, hermetically sealed <laughs> oven mitt in the toilet paper. It's Charmin wrapped. What the so, hell are you talking about an oven mitt? She's t- Okay, so I guess apparently the way uh, Steffi does it, she takes it and wraps you it wrap around your like whole a wound. Hand. Like a wound. She wraps it like an ace bandage For around For the wiping hand. situation. So then you flick off your mitt, and you haven't really touched anything, and it does get dry. Do you, do you wash your hands at home every single time you pee? Yeah. Yeah. My hands are so dry all the time. Oh, I'm see, what do you I don't, do when you're out in the woods? You know oh, what I, I do? I don't go out in the woods. Moss. <laughs> moss. <laughs> it's moss pads on Mount Fuji. Here we go again with the moss. Oh my gosh. No, but I can see like not every single time as a woman just requires a massive hand washing. The joke in the joke in the men's room is uh, well since somebody else is in here I guess I'll wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. when you're at yeah. home, yeah. you know I don't know. I ain't saying no. No one's saying it with me. I'm alone no, on the island. I, well, I didn't Tattooed. get the whole Tattooed. oven. I didn't get the whole oven mitt thing. You, you scared me there. I get it now, Dawn. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But she scared me for a second. Uh, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> what about soap? Do we have to use soap? Can we just <laughs> run, yes! run a little water? And Why run the water no. if you're not going to soap? Uh, I think that's funny too. You run the water because somebody else is in the room. We're sitting in the stall, right. and you got to make it sound like that's you, right. You, you, you're that's exactly right. Oh you go to the trouble to fake wash. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is even funnier. <laughs> you know what I even get paranoid about? Um so so I've gone to the bathroom I, I touching the door handle of the bathroom because I haven't washed it my hand yet. So I'll use like a piece of toilet paper to open the Don, handle. this is why someone's not wow. flushing. They have that anxiety and the to reach a paper towel isn't close enough to the stalls this is the exact reason that the non-flusher has oh my god they're just not are you sure they're not flushing and they don't see if it's gone all the way down because that's oh, what i double assume flusher. that oh i mean you gotta check no, they're out leaving, that situation before they're you leaving their gifts for you because oh they don't want to touch the handle they need to <laughs> rethink life there's somebody who works in uh, that studio uh, um, uh, in the afternoon that when she leaves the women's bathroom and i've seen this she has a toilet paper on her hand or a paper yeah. towel, and then that's what she uses on the door handles to get yeah, back to the Yeah, a lot of people do that. Really? Mm-hmm. That seems totally psycho to me. Completely I walk off around the rails with crazy. my hand in my sleeve doing that. Uh, yeah, I do that. I do that. I, I, I do that. I do that at rest areas. Yeah. At rest yep. areas. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I've gotten, I used to not be like this, but I even, I Lisa Renna, because she washes down everything when she's at a hotel. I now always carry sanitizing wipes, and when I when I get on a plane, when I get to the hotel room, I wipe down remote controls. I wipe down the the ledge of the windows on the plane. I wipe. Colin and I we wipe down the the hand the the trays. We wipe we wipe down everything. I do that too. I carry uh, bleach wipes with me. Yes, a little um um a little baggy. Can yeah. I interest you in a product that? Um, <laughs> May I interest you in something for your hotel room that um, yes, I know a woman who developed this and now she's super rich. It is a sanit. It's like a bug bomb, except it's for your hotel room. It's a totally sanitizing room fogger. And you set that thing off and then just go 
eat. And then you come back yeah. and you're ingesting all those delicious chemicals <laughs> into the lining of your lungs. But if you're but really, at least yeah. you're but sanitized. at least you're clean on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, we're hearing we got to take a break, but you've got mail. Samantha <laughs> writes in. Um, Hey, Steph, flush with your foot and wash always. Uh, Katie B. says she's never heard of the oven mitt, but she's dying laughing. And then Wendy uh, showed us a sign that she found at Yellowstone National Park. And the sign says, please observe, do not squat on toilet, sit on the toilet during use. Yeah. I've seen that but you, sign. I hover and cover. I cover and then I hover. As long as you're covering. And then I make sure everything is all clean when I leave. Yeah. That's very handy. I also do it within the time frame of a commercial this break. This is when the oven mitt. On my phone. It's ridiculous. This is when the oven mitt is a handy tool. No. That's what we so need you've to got mail. Done. This Wipe, is the wiping per- mittens. This is a perfect email to end this conversation. <laughs> yes. Brian, did you see it, Don? No. Br- Brian writes in the subject line toilet. Here's here's the two sentences. <laughs> Everything Stephanie Hansen is saying is wrong and disgusting. <laughs> that's my girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's why I love you, Steph. What did I even say? That sometimes at home I don't wash my hands. No. Big deal. Every, yeah. Everything Steph is saying is wrong and disgusting. I'm going to get a t-shirt. Oh, Always wrong. Brian, Always disgusting. That is the best email today. Everything's, and everything's in bold. Okay, we got to take a break. Uh, hey, before we do, though, uh, there it is. Uh, check out the new prizes in our Listener Rewards Treasure Chest. You can win a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights, uh, plus snowshoes, state park passes, and a Sky Zones gift card. Go to our website for more information. We'll be back after this. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to ask Stephanie about her 10-day boat ride. Dawn will take off her headphones during that segment. Yeah. <laughs> Move down the cafeteria and have a <laughs> breakfast sandwich. Yes. Uh, plus, uh, people may not be agreeing with Stephanie Hansen this morning, but my, oh my, were they agreeing with her and loving her yesterday. I'll tell you why. That's coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. But right now, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 71. Everything entertainment, everything Yoda. I am wondering, why are you here? Well, because we get paid. Um, So, (laughs) one of the funnier, there were a couple smiles during the week last week when I was with my mom in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And it was told Dawn briefly and Steph yesterday. uh, There is no direct flight to Lake Charles, Louisiana uh, from Minneapolis. Um, You either have to fly to New Orleans and drive three and a half hours or four. Or flying to Houston and drive three hours, or flying to Dallas or whatever. Anyway, so I flew into Houston, and then from Houston you have to switch planes and then fly from Houston to Lake Charles. And to give you geography here, uh, Lake Charles is on the Texas near the Texas side of Louisiana. It's right there on the Gulf Coast, but real near the uh, the Texas side. So I I, uh, I I flew into Houston, which, by the way, is just a ginormous airport. Um, it's George Bush International. It's just a giant, giant airport. But I was not stressed at all because uh, 
I had a three-hour layover. So the, and the flight was great. I don't fly United a lot. And, and usually on segments like this, we come, you know, we, we complain about stuff. I just want to say United was one really, really, really nice on my flight. The crew was cool. Um, so I get, uh, I get to Lake Charles and I'm like, okay, well, it's about 40 minutes or a half hour before I board. I should start getting a plan of attack. I should figure out where my gate is. So I look at the gate and I'm like, okay, I'm going to mosey on down there. So I, I, I get there. And I start walking, and I get to the area where I think the gate is. And I see the sign, and it's like, okay, if you're looking for this flight and this flight and this flight and this flight, this is your area. So I go up to the woman. She says, whoa, whoa, wait, we're not letting you through yet. And it was like one door for all of these gates. And I thought, well, this is kind of weird. So I waited, and then two seconds later, she literally called my Lake Charles flight. So I said, okay, here's my boarding pass. And I go down these this, these stairs down to this hallway and the niceness of Houston International disappeared. And then it was the hallway of these, like, elementary school bricks, you know, yes. <laughs> and these windows. <laughs> Kenny, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. And I'm walking down this hallway, and I'm like, wow, the classiness of this airport just kind of took a dive. I'm like, what? what is Okay. Then I see these little signs, and I look out the window, and I'm looking at these planes. And I'm thinking, these, this is a very small aircraft. And I'm like, and I don't do well with this. It's like dawn and water. You know, I do, I'm, 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 I'm an okay flyer sure. now, but I yeah. don't like small aircraft. So I get to the end of the hallway and I'm like, oh, here's the Lake Charles flight. And I look out and I said this yesterday and I made Kenny spit out his coffee, but I'm not joking, ladies and gentlemen. I look out at my plane. And I look out, and it's the size of a fillet of fish. I mean, it's it's not maybe a McRib. I mean, that's about how big this craft is. And I and I board the. I go outside, and yes, I go outside, and then I go up the little stairs to get in the little ramp to get in the aircraft. And it's like a Ford Focus. And I'm in the back of the plane. I'm in the back of the plane, and I see this couple. There's like 18 rows. Uh, it's a one and two configuration. And I see this couple uh, who were in the back, but then uh, talked to the flight attendant. And she said, all I heard the flight attendant was say, oh, this isn't a full flight. So they move up to the front of the plane. And so then about five minutes later, the flight attendant's doing her. She's walking down the aisle before they close the door. And she's looking at her manifest. And she's looking at it, and she's looking at it in a little suspicious manner. And she's realizing that that couple is not sitting in their assigned seats. And I can hear her clear as day because, again, this is a Ford Focus. So I can hear everybody's conversations. She goes up to him. She goes, hi, uh, where are you two supposed to be sitting? Wow. And, and she said, um, well, back there. And she goes, no, 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 no. We can't have you moving to the front of the plane because of weight distribution. Yeah. I've heard this and, exact sentence. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I thought to myself. The aircraft, the balance of the aircraft is dependent on weight balance? That's like, what they tell you. Yeah. Oh, my. They, we're just kind of spitballing here. The flight attendant's like, okay, you're looking at it about 230. Okay, we're going to put you in row 16. <laughs> Ma'am, you're about 137. Okay, we're going to put you in row two. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I thought, oh, no, 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 no. So, I mean, obviously, we made it there safe, and it was a delightful flight, but I've never heard that. That's what they tell you to keep you from moving seats. And they will sometimes say you can move after the plane is in the air. Oh, so you don't, you're not buying it, Steph. 
I don't know. I'm, oh. I'm not an aviation expert, but I've heard this before. Oh, I'm buying it. But that couple moved back. I'm like, you move your urses back here in the Ford Focus. <laughs> we are not causing this plane to be out of balance. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, 7.55, when we come back, why people were loving Stephanie Hansen yesterday. Stay with us. It's a beautiful day.